Ladies and gentlemen, in a world filled with pandemics and strife, two people came together to review films. Without further ado, I give you Crown and Coogler. Get Real with Lisa Crown Podcast, and we're back. Crown and Coogler for episode number five. So fun. Uh, I really appreciate it, Ryan. You selected my boyfriend, Ben Affleck, to be in one of our movie picks of the week. So I was all over this. We watched The Way Back, starring Ben Affleck. And I am uh, very interested to see what your thoughts were about it. But why don't you kick us off and give us a little color and flavor about this movie, The Way Back? Sure, Lisa. So actually, this isn't to be confused with The Way Back from 2010, which is a war movie or The Way Way Back, which was kind of a coming of age movie from 2013. I guess Hollywood's running out of titles, so now we get another <laughs> Way Back. Um, and this came out early this year, actually. So this is a 2020 release. One of the last things that hit theaters before everything shut down with COVID and it's now available on streaming. And I actually got a chance to catch this in the theater a couple weeks before the shutdown. Um, I'm an Affleck fan. He was the bomb in Phantoms. He's been great in other movies. And I know he's taken a lot of heat and he's done a lot of weirdness and craziness and crappy movies. But I actually think that he's really good in this. I think he's the best thing about this movie. Um, I do like a good sports drama. This is that. But I also think that he's a little bit better than the material. Um, he plays an alcoholic coach who is tasked with coaching his high school the high school that he went to. So the current basketball team, they're without a coach. They reach out to him. You used to play here. You were a star player. Come in. And so he comes in. He brings his demons with. It's a sad movie. It's a somber movie. It has those cool, uplifting sports moments. It's rah-rah. It's inspirational. But it's also very, you know, just kind of dark and downbeat. But he really sells it. And, I mean, he's had issues in the past himself. And I think he brings that to the role. And I actually think he's really, really good. Maybe one of the best performances he's given in a good, not great movie. Hmm. Yeah, I, um, you know, we all know and all my listeners know that I'm a super Ben Affleck fan. And we tr we would really have liked him to be a keynote guest speaker today, Ryan. But you know what? The audience has to settle with just you and me. Maybe next time. Bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say I agree. He did play the role well. Um, it was a little bit of a slow starter for me and I can indicate slow starters when I start downloading my to-do list at the top of watching something like, come on, get with it, get with it. There's some surprises. So there's some things that come together a little later. So like something happens and I'm kind of like, wait, what was that? And then it circles back. Um, I, it's a little bit of a cliffhanger. I'm not going to lie. Or a little bit of like, okay, so what happens next? What happens next? And they leave you a little bit hanging in this one, which isn't always my vote. I don't always love being left hanging. I like the full circle. So like, did they get back together? Did they have more kids? Did he stay playing? Did he show up? Did he end up talking to that dad? Like, I want to know I want to know. I, I just, I'm so curious. And I feel like when the end ended, I was like, what? And so, however, and you said, you know, you, you've talked about this before in the past and it's like, isn't that life for you though? Is life always where there's answers induced? Aren't we at times going, wait, what? Or that needs to circle about, or what's the ending here? And we just don't know yet. Like you have a point about that too. Yeah. And actually, um, 
the you know the movie it's pretty much a cliched sports movie right i mean it's the team that's kind of misfitty and they come from behind and they're not winning and then all of a sudden they start winning but then with the ending where you expect kind of the big celebratory you know game and everybody's back together it doesn't really give you that it's almost like rocky one where rocky actually loses the fight and i don't know if a lot of people remember that he loses the fight but he goes the distance and in this movie i kind of feel the same thing where you don't really get that neat clean ending but every character's maybe left off in a little bit better place than they were previously and so i think that that besides his performance is actually one of the most interesting things is that it's not just a rudy or a Hoosiers or something that we've seen before. It's pretty dark and true to life. And I guess maybe not the most uplifting choice for this time, but I think he's really good and worth seeing in this role. Well, I know you also did it cause I'm a super fan and I keep yeah. talking about Ben Affleck all the time. <laughs> maybe it's not like super cute Ben Affleck. I mean, he's, he's put no, on weight. He's he, was kind not, of like... he was a hot mess in this. He was yeah. a hot mess and you know, he is notorious and the rumors have been that he went to rehab in real life and he's been an alcoholic and have had some of these similar trials and tribulations. So to see him kind of get into character, he fit right into the spot, to be honest. Yeah. And it was a bit of a hard watch on that because I loved him in Pearl Harbor. <laughs> I mean, hello, that's where he won me over. Um, in Good Will Hunting. I mean, these, these past historical movies. And I'm one of those people like, if you're... If your sports team starts sucking and they're losing everything all the time, people switch being fans. I'm one of those diehard fans. Like I'm loyal even when you hit rock bottom. So I've been a Ben Flat Ben uh, fan from the get. Still fanning him now. Highly would I would say I would recommend it just because you know I'm a fan of his and whatnot. But uh, um, yeah, kind of left me hanging on that. So we're gonna transition now to a movie I haven't seen. We both picked wild cards this week and. Uh, Ryan's wild card was Hamilton. So Ryan, without giving away the whole thing, give us a vibe on Hamilton. Well, so this is pretty cool. And this is going to be the first of our two Disney Plus movies. We've been giving Hulu and Netflix love lately. So both of these can be found on Disney Plus, um, up and coming service. Anyway, so this is cool in that they actually filmed a performance of Hamilton um, on Broadway in 2016. And it was supposed to come out in the theater next Christmas. Christmas 2021 was going to be a big release. And because of the pandemic and because people are looking for content and Disney Plus wants sales, they decided to put this on Disney Plus um, this month or in July rather. And it was huge because this was like a big event movie for next year that's now available on Disney Plus. So as I said, it's basically just a performance. So it's not a movie. It's not like the movie Chicago or Evita or any of those. It's literally, they put a camera in the front row of the theater in New York and they filmed a show as an audience was watching it live. And so Hamilton has been, you know, the most popular thing for the last several years on Broadway. Tickets are thousands of dollars. Everybody's talking about it. So this was basically like being in the front row. The best sound, the best visual, the best seat. If you couldn't see this movie, or sorry, if you couldn't see this show on Broadway or, you know, in a local production, this is like, wow, you're actually seeing it. So this is the story of Alexander Hamilton. It's Lin-Manuel Miranda playing him. It's his show. He wrote it. He wrote the music. Um, it's a Tony winner. I think it won every award that it could win a few years ago. All the cast won awards. The music's great. I didn't get a chance to see it when it came 
locally. Um, it played at the Pantages in LA a couple years ago, not with this original cast. My wife saw it, Julie, she loved it, huge fan. I was kind of resistant, so I didn't go with her. And after watching this on Disney, I was kind of regretting that I didn't go because it's really just exciting and it's fresh and it's original and it's a musical with hip hop and rap. And it's just, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It's just one to watch. And I think because it's now readily available, people can, and I think they have been. I think this thing is a blockbuster on Disney Plus. Two hours and 45 minutes, so you definitely have to give time, but catchy music. I was gonna sing a couple songs, but I'm not going to, I'm sorry. Um, but I, I really, okay, one, okay. One! Actually, it'd be a tie-in to Frozen. So one of the guys, the guy that plays the king in this, he apparently is the voice of Kristoff in Frozen. I didn't know that, I looked it up after. He's the one that goes da 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 Anybody that watched Hamilton will know what I'm talking about. This guy stole the movie, or rather the show, movie show. I don't know. It's not a movie. It's a show. But anyway, David Diggs, who won a Tony, is fantastic as Thomas Jefferson. And it's just about our founding fathers and America told in this new, fresh, hip way. And it's really worth seeing. I liked it. Oh, right. You know, um, thanks for saying that because I didn't know what you just told me. I didn't know that the actual play is now readily available, you know, that we could watch it in our homes and be in the front row. So like, I love that you just taught me something new about that. So I'm going to have to check it out. So thank you for that. Um, our next at my wild card, since we were doing Disney Plus and I have little people, I have an eight and a half year old and a three and a half year old, they have had me watch Frozen 1, of course, but Frozen 2 came out. And yes, it didn't come out recently. It was, I believe, last year. But regardless, is that it, um, it was their pick. I let my kids do the Disney pick of the week and my little people picked Frozen 2. So I got to say this, there's a lot of people out there that are really into the cartoon, you know, kind of genre vibe in the movie world. But this one's a good one. It's a good one. It's, I always feel that these movies are good when they have a powerful messaging for our children and for our audiences. I just have to say, it really touched my soul. It's, it is a spinoff. So it's a sequel. So here we go again. And their whole kind of uh, continuation from the first one. If you've watched the first one, you know it really is one of the most epic cartoons that's ever come about talking about true love and relationships. And it's not just about uh, a man and a woman or two men or two women. It's, it's also about sisterhood and brotherhood and other forms of relationships, relationships with your parents. And it's nice for children to see that, that we don't always have to raise them to believe like there has to be a love story and they have to fall in love and they have to win in the end and they have to have babies and blah, blah, blah. It was nice to see a love story with two sisters is really what it came down to. And so I absolutely love the film. I didn't have much expectations because I think sometimes sequels, you know, blow it. So like, uh, like The Hangover. Remember we talked about that series of The Hangover just kept getting worse. Um, but wow, this one really curved going a bit of a different direction and was, was powerful. You know, again, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend for sure, but it has this, I feel the vibe of this Frozen 2 was into the unknown. 
which is exactly where we're at right now. We're in the unknown. We're in a pandemic. We're in a shutdown. We don't know what's going on. And either did Elsa in this journey. And she has a powerful song that I'm not going to sing it to you. You don't even want me to get started. Okay, fine. Into the unknown. Okay, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, let I... it go. Let it go. <laughs> right? But when she sings that, the words, I mean, I literally printed out the lyrics today because the words of her song and what she experiences in how she chooses to step into the unknown with fear, with anxiety, with overthinking, with I'm not good enough, with all that come laced with the fact that she faces this fear, the discovery in the end is like, wow. Wow. I mean, my three-year-old was like, I love that movie, mom. And here I'm 40 years older than her going, I love that movie, which makes me feel that it really is for any, I know you're going to ask me, is this something I should watch? Yes. And Travi and Julie, I feel it is. Listeners, this is for you to sit down and watch. It's worth the sequel watching both, to be honest, because there's powerful messages. The first one was let it go. And, and, and that whole sisterhood vibe. And the second one is about stepping into the unknown, which is a bit of us feeling these, this nerve and whatever, and her strength to go for it is inspiring. Great. You know, I actually saw the first one. I took my son, Travis, he was a little yeah. guy and we really enjoyed it. Um, and then Julie got into it and got the CD. She actually went and saw the second one in the theater with her sister. Um, bought the soundtrack. So she's a huge fan. I kind of had frozen fatigue when this came out. It's kind of over it. But now that it is on Disney Plus, I do want to see it. I've heard good things from multiple people. So Travi and I will give it a watch on uh, based on your recommendation. Thank you. Appreciate that. Very cool. So now we're going to migrate into um, putting up our scores. Remember, 10 is a perfect score. And um, and then the others will just fall as they may. So let's start with our first score and we're gonna score um, the way back. So I gave it a five. Why? Because I'm teeter-tottering. So I thought the best thing for a teeter-totter was to put it dead smack in the middle out of five. And probably that all those five points go to my boyfriend, Ben Affleck, um, because seeing anything with him in it is worth it. But remember, it's one of those things where it is, it had, it had a lot of layers to it and there's a lot of parts. It wasn't just about sports. It wasn't just about being a drunk. It wasn't about loss. It wasn't just about a relationship. It wasn't just about the comeback. It, so it had layers, right? But I give it a solid five. Yeah, I'm giving this one a seven. I think that his performance and the unpredictability of the ending kind of puts it over the top for me. And just a quick shout out, the guy that directed this, Gavin O'Connor, also did Miracle about the, um, the U.S. hockey team taking on the Russians in the 80s in the Olympics. That was fantastic. And he did another one called Warrior about two brothers who are MMA fighters. And they were both fantastic. So I think this guy really has, has the line on these kind of inspirational sports movies. Yeah, right on. Very good. Thank you for that intel. I would also say regarding Frozen, um, my score for Frozen was a solid eight. And it's in gold an eight, a bright eight, because to me, I felt inspired and, and, and I was, it kept my attention. I wasn't downloading a to-do list. Um, I absolutely 
I loved it so very much. I just know that uh, I'm really holding my tens out tremendously, holding them out for one of the most epic things I've ever seen in my life. But it was so great, and eight is freaking close to ten. So, what did you give Hamilton? I'm giving Hamilton an eight as well. Um, I think it's, I just think it's cool that you can see this. This thing cost, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars, and you had to go to New York to see this original cast. This is the original cast, the Tony winning play from front to back, a front row seat. If you have Disney Plus, it's free. If you don't, it's worth getting to check out. It's really cool. Um, this is coming back around next year when COVID hopefully is over. And I missed it the first time, but I'm definitely going to go see it live. It won't be this cast, but it's a really cool production and show, and it's really catchy, and it's a solid eight. Awesome. Awesome, Coogler. Appreciate it. So guys, we are signing off. That is our show, Crown and Coogler, with your movie reviews. We are excited this week. We've got a whole new lineup. You're not going to want to miss our episode six. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be another good one. Coogler, thank you. Peace out. Appreciate it. Thanks, Lisa. Thank you.